I'm Andrew Murata, host of the Education Leadership and Beyond podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you are listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode 115 of Podcast PD, sponsored by StreamYard, we are talking with digital badge expert and Virginia educator Crystal Pearson. Let's start the show. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco, Stacey Lindis, and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. For us right now, it is Sunday night. It is February 27th. My name is Chris Nessie, at Mr. Nessie on Twitter. I am joined, as always, by my podcast PD compadre, AJ Bianco. What is up? AJ, how are you, my friend? Good evening, Christopher. As we record this episode, it is so good to be back. I'm happy to be here. We have a wonderful guest waiting in the wings. We'll talk to Chris in a little bit, but uh, things are good here as we head into March. Can you believe it's March this week, Chris? I, until you said it, I could not believe it. But yeah, it is. You know what the weird thing, though, is? Go ahead. It feels like we haven't done this in a while, and we haven't because our last episode, we did not do a live stream. We did episode 114. You know, we recorded it under the cover of night and released it secretly around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun to do the podcast PD love line, but we haven't done live since, you know, the end of January. Yeah, it's been it's been quite some time. It's been quite yeah. some time, but uh, it's good. It's good to be back. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we can do this as always. Yes, How it is good. Every, everything good? E- everything is everything is good. Uh, I avoided a trip to Ikea today because People in my house started to think we needed to do stuff, and I was able to hold off and not go to Ikea today. <laughs> so it, it, it almost came to fruition. All right. I do have – I'm, I'm going to put something sort of out into the universe. Uh, I do have some double super secret probation stuff I need to go over with you outside of the live stream. Oh, so can't wait to hear what this is. Yes. So I, I look forward to uh, chatting with you and consider that a big teaser for everybody who's not AJ. <laughs> Uh, speaking of not AJ, we got joining us uh, over in the chat. We got Dave Franjosa. We got Stephanie Scrocky. So the usual suspects are joining us in the chat. Make sure you share it out, folks. <laughs> um, but everything's good with you, AJ? Life is... I'm good. I- I've been told my audio is having some issues. So I'm going to switch over to the headphones as my microphone uh, fails on me. So hold on a second as I switch over here. Okay. AJ is... Uh, that's going to work. We're, we're going to roll with it. You are rolling. It sounds like you are flying an airplane now, but that's okay. You don't sound like this anymore. Not that you did. <laughs> uh, the joys of live. I mean, I, I tweak my settings. People might notice if I pull this away, I put a different... Oh, got to go the other way. I put a different uh, foam windscreen on my microphone. This time I, I took... Uh, this is the one that's normally there. So I put the big, the big puffy one on, which I watched a video this week because I'm always learning about this thing I do called podcasting. So this windscreen, you're muted, but anyway, I'll keep talking. <laughs> the windscreen also comes with the microphone, um, but it's a more denser foam. So we'll see how that affects my sound. So I'm always trying something different. Sound can't get worse. So just deal with it. Yeah. And and you sound good. You, you landed the plane. You're, you're in the, uh, the Delta go. Lounge. <laughs> All right. 
Let's get All the show right. on the road. Let's get it on the road. So tonight we are talking to Crystal Pearson. Crystal currently serves as the director of technology for Brunswick County Public Schools in Lawrenceville, Virginia. Crystal has more than 15 years experience in education. She has served in the capacity as a classroom teacher, a grade level team leader, a school technology coach, an instructional technology resource teacher, and a central office administrator. She has been honored with numerous accolades for her work with students, technology, and as a female leader in the world of education. And we welcome her to Podcast PD. Crystal, how you doing? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you guys. We are excited Crystal, to have are. you with us. We are, we are uh, very excited. We're, we're I, off today, Chris. Let's go. You, you yeah, we're, we got a <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, I mean, if you're not watching this, I mean, she has a lovely fireplace, the piano. <laughs> Technology is amazing. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> All right, so Crystal, why don't we get started? Why don't I think everybody wants to know these digital badges? I think we've seen badges in so yes. many different ways before, but you're you're bringing it into a different way. So why don't you tell us what are digital badges? All right, so um, I'll start with how digital badges came about for our school division. Um, of course, we know that teachers are leaving the profession for various reasons, and we wanted to take the initiative to do something a little different to celebrate the use of the various technologies that we have within our school division. And from a central office level, we can't always be in every single classroom, um, but it's important to recognize the efforts that teachers are making, um, that support staff are making to make sure that students have equitable learning experiences. And with that, we started the Digital Badge series. Um, it kind of reminded me of, remember when you were in school and you got the very good stickers and that was like the highlight of your day, right? Um, and the reading stickers um, and just having an electronic component to that to celebrate teachers. So it started with um, our very first badge that I created was the Twitter Master Badge. And I wanted to try to encourage teachers that was using Twitter because it's kind of like a buy-in thing, right? And you don't want to be the person without the badge. So um, I had I, I tapped in and checked our Twitter to see which teacher, teachers were current users and avid users. And they received Twitter master badges and it was featured in our division newsletter. Um, it was shared on social media. And from that, it kind of catapulted into this whole new series where teachers are actually requesting badges. They are telling us about platforms that they're using that we were unaware that they were using. Um, and they have to show evidence of work. So you just don't get a badge. You actually earn the badge. I um, mean, it's become a really good initiative for our teachers um, and even our support staff, um, our maintenance operations team, they've earned badges, our child nutrition team, they've earned badges. Um, because even after the pandemic, I think we used technology before, but now we really use it in some of the most innovative um, and unimaginable ways. So it has it's definitely been a great resource to kind of bridge the gap on what we think we should be doing and what's really happening to show that evidence of instruction and technology usage within the classroom. So it's been really great. Crystal, what was your experience with digital badges that led to the moment of you going, huh, this might work for exactly what you just described? <laughs> so I um, attended VISTI um, and I remember um, attending a session uh, with the triads and um, everyone was talking about digital badging. And I'm like, you know, how can I make this work? And of course, um, my initial thought was to celebrate students, right? But then I started thinking in order for the students to be celebrated, I needed the teachers to buy in. 
So in um, buying in, I think that it, it kind of really launched into something bigger than I thought it would be. We, as of yesterday, we've deployed, we've um, facilitated out more than 447 badges to individual employees. Um, and we started our initiative in November of 2021. So uh, it has really reached. Um, I do think that because we create our badges in-house, it gives um, some additional level of support as well as creativity. Um, I use badge.design um, and I create them all. Oftentimes we will have teachers that will submit a request um, because they're using a platform that we were unaware that they were using. And they're like, hey, I'm using Starfall. Can I get a badge for that? Um, and they show their evidence of work. We've even noticed that um, in the building, teachers are recommending other colleagues and they're saying, hey, I visited this person's classroom. They're really rocking it out in Pear Deck. I think that they deserve a badge. Um, so it's really kind of branching out um, to be a collaborative learning area for teachers and sharing that um, because we want that intrinsic motivation. So sharing that with one another. So you, you really hit on a lot of things right there. And I, and I think you have some some great, great momentum, it sounds like, within your district as Chris pulls up what a uh, badge.design looks like. So Yes. So um, what happens here is um, you, I would create the badge. So let's just say the badge was Podcast PD, right? Um, so I, I like that badge. badge right? <laughs> um, you can use any of these formats to create the badge. At the top, you can change your color for the badge. Um, you can, underneath the text, you can import any text that you like. You can upload a photo. So for our badges, I've uploaded our division logo. Um, to be included on our badges. And let's just say they are a top Adobe Sparker. So I would do something that surrounds Adobe Spark in addition to adding our Brunswick County Public Schools badge. Um, and at the end, in order to get teachers to buy into another platform, I would use badge design. It was completely free. And then they would get a badge that I created in Adobe Spark, which is Creative Cloud Express now. And that would allow them to use that on Twitter. So for my Twitter masters, I would say, hey, Here's your badge. Now we need you to tweet this badge out to show individuals that you're actually using this within your class. Um, and it really kind of spread out into something greater than that. I really didn't think, I, you know, I was hoping that people would buy in, but um, I didn't know that it would take off the way that it has. And it's really been great. Um, the teachers are, it's so funny because I'll be in the hallways and I may see a teacher and they say, hey, did you get my badge request? You don't want to be the person without the badge. So um, it's interesting to see, or they will see the badges in someone else's email and they're like, how did they get all of those badges? So it is really, it's really motivating. Each, they're really motivating each other to kind of be a part of that. So as you see here, you have your podcast PD badge. Um, and then Chris in the top, you can download that badge as an SSB or you can download it as a PNG. You put in your email address and it downloads it directly to your computer. So Chris, so this and is, then this is, I included a, a school, right? <laughs> very cool. I'm liking you. Yeah. Continue, please. What, what, what were you going to say? So, um, and then, of course, I use Screencastify to create a quick clip tutorial video. So whenever a person receives a badge, um, I started off with the, with the Twitter masters and I hit those commonly used people. And then I started going to school building. So um, I backdated and I said, okay, this school, we would like to celebrate. One of our schools is Tetera Elementary School. And I sent a division email to Tetera Elementary School and said, we would like to celebrate the use of Google Meets because you really rocked out with Google Meets during the pandemic. And we want to celebrate that. And everyone in that school received the badge. 
And within that email, they also received a small screencastify clip. It was no more than two minutes showing them how to include their badge within their email signature. So we have, they're sharing them on Twitter. They're putting them into LinkedIn. They're putting them on their resumes. Um, it's just amazing to see how it's, it's connecting. And something as small as a digital badge is really kind of making its way. I apologize, Crystal, because I was playing. I was I was half listening oh, and I was yeah. half designing. So I don't know if AJ asked this or if you mentioned it. So forgive me. When you decide what is going to be a badge, I understand the design piece of it. Are you also deciding the criteria that someone needs to meet to yes. earn the badge? Yes. So, for example, uh, we have IXL as one of the platforms within our division. And in order for a teacher, we have IXL level one, two, three, and four. So in order for teachers to qualify for a particular level, um, for example, let's say level one, their students would have needed to answer between 5,000 to 10,000 questions. So we actually pull reports from our um, platforms to see where teachers are. Um, and then it helps us to be able to go back and facilitate PD sessions. Um, we had a school where one school was using Nearpod and they were heavy hitting Nearpod. And then we had another school. Then when we started looking at badges, it was, hey, no one has requested a badge from this school. So it gave us those moments to go back and reteach and repeat and provide that support for teachers to be able to use those platforms. So the badges have helped us um, budgetary wise um, because it kind of shows us who's using what. Um, and we can go back and kind of reteach and, and provide support for them in those areas. Crystal, how, how many schools do you do you work with? So we have five schools in our division, um, three elementary, um, a middle and a high school. OK, so so that, that's a lot of teachers in those buildings, I'm going to guess. So you're talking about buy in and buy in is such you know, is such a word that we need for, for any kind of initiative or program to really kick off. So with those teachers, I mean, my competitive juices would be flowing. I would want to make sure that I'm getting badges. How did you discuss with them that this is something that you want to push forward? Did this come from you? Did this come from a higher up? You know, how, did, how did that begin? Can you talk us through that process? So it's a funny story. Um, our division superintendent, Dr. Chrissy somerville Majet, she um, is has really led the charge in a lot of the initiatives that, that we're doing in Brunswick. And we're doing a whole rebranding um, series. And part of that was everyone on the executive admin team brought to the table different designs and different creative ideas, whether it was um, newsletters or we have a COVID corner now trying to adapt to our population. So one of the initiatives that I wanted to do for my department was a digital badge. So I had a conversation with her and she said, I think that this is awesome. And I'll tell you what I think is really cool is even our school board members, they have badges and our superintendent has badges. So we are leading from the top with this. Um, and I think that that has helped for teachers to be able to be a part of the earning badges. Um, to show their creativity, to show their expertise, um, because I do feel that celebrating them and the platforms that we're using, the more we celebrate them, the more engaged they become in using it with the students. Um, and it makes you feel good that you know that you're a master, you're a Twitter master, or you're Adobe Sparker, um, or you're a Pear Deck super user. And it actually helps us on the admin side when we get ready for professional development trainings, because we know, hey, Chris is a Pear Deck super user. So we're going to have Chris to help us facilitate this PD session because he's going to bring a wealth of knowledge that we were unaware of. And he may have some tips and skills that comes, it, it will come better and it's conveyed better when it's coming from your colleagues. So definitely. So, so one of the read between the lines is you can help identify your, like you say, your super users who you can then use right. to turn key their knowledge and share what they know, which mm -hmm. uh, sounds like the tide lifts all the boats. Right. Yes, definitely. 
And and then the next question I was thinking of, Crystal, you mentioned that even the superintendent is involved in earning badges. Mm-hmm. Share with us, what are the types of things that the superintendent in their role would earn a badge for? So um, what our superintendent loves, she really is active in taking ownership over her own work. Um, so she doesn't, she's not one of those people that kicks off the the email to someone else, she's going to handle it herself. So for example, she's uh, she's a Twitter master. She has earned the Adobe Spark top creator. When we get our holiday messages, messages to go out to parents, she's actually creating those flyers, those digital artifacts in her account, and she's sending those out herself. Um, our division emails to celebrate employees of the month, various items, She is she's creating those herself. So that is um, some of those pieces. Um, digital data driver. That is one of our Google ones. Um, we even have a key communicator. If you are one of those people that you're constantly sending emails and you're constantly keeping up with other items, we we have that. Um, we use School Messenger for our messaging system. So some of our employees have received the School Messenger badge. Um, and it's interesting to see that um, sometimes with the badges, because the pandemic has kind of separated us in the sense that you can't always come together and have those collaborative in-person spaces, so to see that badge in someone's email, it kind of sparks a, hey, I didn't know that we had that, or hey, how are you using that? And that has really helped. Do, do students get badges, or is that something you're working towards if they're not getting badges? We're working towards. So with it being new, um, I didn't know how well, I really, my initial thought was to do it with students, but I wanted the teachers to be able to create the badges, and I didn't know how well the teachers would buy into it. So I wanted to start off and say, you've earned badges. And if you feel this good about earning badges and you're celebrating, you're being celebrated, imagine how your students will feel. Um, And because badge.design is free, it gives the teachers so much flexibility and autonomy to create those badges within their classes um, and to share that out with their students. So we are looking to kickstart that for next school year, even if it's no more than sharing, than having the badge and sharing it in their Google Classroom or sending it to the parent as and remind, just so that they'll be aware that you know your child is really rocking it out in IXL. They've earned a digital badge. With all the different kinds of badges that you're creating, and, and a lot of them are you know ed tech based, and it sounds like there's you know like the communication one you mentioned. Are there also maybe just like some fun badges, maybe some goofy badges, just to bring together that that sense of camaraderie and maybe I, I don't really know how else to describe it, but Maybe like the less serious you know what, stuff. Chris, that's a good idea. And I'll tell you why. We have, Some of our schools, every school has a slogan. Um, and we often joke with one another, you know, because every school wants to be the top school. And we and we encourage that. So that is a good idea. I may start to use that uh, for some slogans and some mottos and just some you rock and digital rock stars, things of that nature. So, yes, I'm going to put that in my digital toolbox. I, I'll quote you and cite you on that. <laughs> Well, the reason I asked was because you mentioned like you had one for like top communicators and you mentioned your school messaging platform. And I th- I initially thought, oh, do they give out a badge for people who hit reply all? Do, do they send that person a badge? And, <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's badges you don't want, but we can kind of laugh at. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and, I, and I thought back to, you know, I, I did a drama club when I was in high school and we had our cast parties after, you know, the musical at the end of the year. And, you know, we would give seniors would give out these paper plate awards and they were like goofy little awards. So that's kind of what I was thinking, how you can kind of have some fun and also have those serious badges as well. Yes, I would definitely consider that because I hadn't thought of it. I just thought of 
more on the education side, but definitely, yeah, that would be cool. I'm also thinking we should come up with badges to give out to our listeners, AJ. Yes, we can podcast PD badges. Like we, right, we can right. gamify this bad boy. And Crystal, I imagine. Yeah, we we can we can badge up our guest, Crystal. Mm-hmm. You have opened a big portal here. <laughs> In other words, you have, I'm you have created more work. For Chris. Yeah, you've created more work for me. <laughs> Crystal, but digital, but but this badge thing is stupid easy. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love easy. Listen, we don't have a lot of time, and once we have them, they're saved. Um, the only thing about badge design it does not give you the option to save, so you can't go back and recreate. Um, you can recreate from the blueprint, but you can't save anything in a portal or anything of that nature. But yeah, we, I have a folder full of badges that I've created, um, even now to our central office staff. Sometimes some of them are, um, participating in various platforms and their admins. And, um, we've actually had different school divisions that have seen our badges and they're like, Hmm, how'd you do that? Or organizations that, um, some of the members of our, team or our division are a part of national organizations and they're like hey i like the badge um so it's really it's really taken off bigger than i thought that it would honestly but i'm excited about it crystal got a question here that came in on one of the many places where we're streaming now and they want to know and it's unidentified user which means it's coming from facebook um (laughs) uh how do you or do you maintain a record or like some sort of some sort of directory of who has earned what badge other than sending someone the badges? Yes. So we have a digital badge request form. Um, So typically if it's a badge that's sent out to an entire school, then that is named in our list. And we know that all of the individuals in that building would have received that badge. Um, But teachers have to show proof of criteria. Um, There is some criteria and they have to show if it's Canva, they have to show at least two Canva designs that they created. Um, or if it is um, Nearpod, they have to show us a lesson that they created in Nearpod. So it's interesting to see because you see the the individuals with a lot of badges and people think that it's really easy to earn them. And it's like, no, they've worked to earn these badges. They've shown evidence of work and proof that they've earned these badges. I've even started thinking about PD badges um, because we have some individuals that they attend a lot of PD sessions. And I think that that's something that's noteworthy because you're constantly filling your digital toolbox with those resources. So we are looking at some other um, badges, but they fill out a digital badge request form through Google Forms. Um, We get the information instantly. We go through and verify. They have to uh, they can upload attachments or send links um, to slide decks or to their actual documents. And that's kind of how we connect to, to track who's receiving badges. Are there expectations put on the teachers for how many badges they're supposed to get in a year? Are they supposed to display the badges? Like what happens if you get a badge and you just kind of hold on to it and download it on your computer? What are they, what are they supposed no, to do with they're, the badges? They're not. We, um, when we send them the badge, we encourage them to share their accomplishments and their achievements. Um, to tell their, we, we ask them to tell their own story. That's kind of the initiative. So um, some of them put them in the emails, they put them in their LinkedIn. I've seen people put them on Facebook and they're like, I earned a badge. Um, I can't wait to earn another one. And sometimes I'll try to send badges out either first thing Monday morning, because that's a great way to start the week, um, midday Wednesday, um, or either Friday wrap up, just to kind of give you those key points where we know that you may need that little boost of, um, we we see that you're doing it um, and we want to make sure that you're celebrated for your work. So there's no there's no specific number you're supposed to get like for PD hours, nope. you know. Okay, that's cool. Nope. 
So I would imagine then, again, amongst five schools, you probably have teachers that don't participate and, and that's do. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We do. And we have some that have earned badges and they, they still haven't included them in their um, email signature or haven't shared them out. Um, but I think the reward for me is knowing that they are using the platform. Um, and that to me, even if they don't share, it's, it's great to know that they are using it because at the end of the day, that's really what we want to either gauge communication as to how they're using those or either provide support for those that are not you. What are you, what are you thinking going forward? What do you, what do you want to continue to do with this? I'm going to call it an initiative. I know it's not really an initiative. What do you want to, what do you want to do with this going forward? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I've looked at it and I think that the teachers are really, they love it. I would love to, I host, um, along with the ITRTs in the division, we host a Tech Tuesday once a month. And in February, we normally host it um, at least twice a month. And coming up in May, one of those Tech Tuesdays will be um, building your digital badges, because I do think that um, it would be cool for the students to get those badges as they wrap up the school year. Um, and it kind of, it honestly, what made me think about digital badges was last year um, when we had virtual award ceremonies and how we were trying to figure out the best way to celebrate students without losing the morale of what we commonly do. And I thought, man, digital badges would be cool because if a child has, has completed a particular program to have that digital badge that's showcased on that screen, I thought that that would be awesome. Um, but we didn't get a chance to get to that. So I said, well, let's see if we can get the teachers to buy into it first. Real quick, Crystal. So aside from the the badge.design website where you're actually creating the the literal and you know digital badges, what other tools are you using to support what you're doing with digital badges? So we I use Screencastify to create the tutorial video. Um, and I include that every with every email um, because I never want to take for granted what people may know about how to actually showcase their badges. Um, I use Adobe Spark Creative Cloud. Um, and now I'm starting to use Canva more just to celebrate, even so that we are taking that information and putting it into a newsletter, a tech tips newsletter, and saying, hey, these teachers have received these number of badges. You know, we would like to shout out these individuals. Um, so just kind of another way to showcase and celebrate. But Canva, Adobe Spark, um, and also Screencastify. And then uh, I'm, I'm just guessing based on some other things you've said, like you're probably using Google Forms and Google, Google Forms, Sheets yeah. to kind of track stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and is there a place that somebody can go to see all the available badges and the requirements? Within the division? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. On our school website, um, we have a digital badge section and it shows the number of badges that you can um, earn and just an overlay. And, and we're constantly adding those because... Um, it looks different every day. Honestly, you know, I had a teacher the other day and she sent a request and said, I need a Starfall badge because my students have used this much. And I was like, show me your evidence. And she sent it. And I was like, okay, I got to get your badge created. So, but once it's created, you know, any other Starfall users, we're good to go. We can just send it right over. Now, Crystal, is that uh, page or area of your website, is that public? Is that something you could, or would be willing to share with us that we could share for people to say, and see here, here's how it works. And here's what it looks like. Absolutely. I can definitely share that with you. Yep. Excellent. So we'll hopefully be able to include that in the show notes for this episode. And that'll be out at podcastpd.com slash one, one, five. When this episode becomes an episode in the podcast feed. Now, Crystal, I gotta be honest. This is really, this is really a, a, a nice, a nice thing to do. Cause I know it gets people excited about technology. It gets them able to try new things. I, I really think you're onto something. And I, and I hope, 
you know, you put yourself out there more and you allow people to kind of like pick your brain on this and you start pushing this. There are definitely areas where you can do presentations here where I think people will really gravitate toward this. Are you doing any, any PD yourself outside yes, of your school? I, I recently presented at BISTI, um, the Brazilian Society of Technology Education Conference in December. And I'll actually tell you that I've had a few individuals that have added me on Twitter and they're actually starting their own initiative within their school division. Um, Petersburg City Public Schools in Petersburg, Virginia, they have just started their initiative. Um, and I'm really excited to see their badges. They actually started, I think, maybe two weeks ago. So I don't know if they've kicked it off officially, but they are using badge.design to create their badges as well. And what advice do you give to somebody who's going to now listen to this and meet you and learn from you? What advice do you give them if they're going to start doing badges with their, with their school first? We'll say with their own staff. I would say definitely have a plan in mind and grab your top key Twitter masters. Uh, Honestly, Twitter really was what kicked it off for us with the badges Um, and then celebrating whole groups of individuals, Um, people that you know that are constantly using. And you could if they ask who's using it in the classroom, you know specifically who that person is and start celebrating those individuals that, you know, are your heavy users. And then the others will come. They'll follow. That's great advice. Appreciate that. Now, also on our website, which will be, again, podcastpd.com slash 115. At the bottom of the show notes, there's going to be a nice bio and ways to connect with Crystal. But for somebody who never gets to our website, first, shame on you. But Crystal, how can people connect with you and continue to learn with you and from you? All right. Well, definitely on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at TechDirect501. You can connect with me via LinkedIn. um, Also via email. Um, you can connect via email, and that is pearsonk at brunswickcps.org. Well, for your spam safety, we're not going to include that in text form, so people will just have to replay that and write it down. Gotcha. <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> and, uh, Crystal, one last question that we do like to ask all of our guests when we remember, and it just so happens I'm remembering, this is Podcast PD. What is your favorite form of professional development either to give or to get? Oh, I would say, and this is probably for a whole new session, my newest favorite, because this is something else we're starting, um, is we're doing a Let's Get Certified initiative. (laughs) All of these initiatives that we have. Um, And we are really encouraging teachers to become top users in their areas of expertise. Um, And it's amazing to see how many platforms you use on the daily where you can become certified educators in and get all the perks of the T-shirts and the tips and the tools and the resources. So definitely um, teacher certification, I think, is one of my new things that I am gearing up. I have been connecting with teachers in our division. We have we now have Google certified educators. Um, I've become a Google certified trainer and it has really just really yeah, that's the next thing. So be on the lookout. Next podcast, PD, if you have me to come back, we can talk about let's get certified because that has really um, taken leaps and bounds as well. Right, oh, I'm, I'm going to be selfish. There, and yep. it's Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be selfish and say, <laughs> I think your next appearance is going to be on the House of Ed Tech. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> moving up in the world. I'd love to, I'd love to join you there. <laughs> Dude, this is like the minor leagues. House of Ed Tech right. is amazing. Oh, <laughs> stop it, AJ. <laughs> This is good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for being a part of Podcast PD. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you want, you can stick around. We're going to give our podcast recommendation if AJ has one, which I'm pretty sure he does. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So 
Well, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Chris. Awesome. All right, AJ, let's uh, shift gears and we are going to find out what you have been listening to. I forget we have music for everything now. So <laughs> I almost started talking until, until that happened. All right. So I've been digging into a variety of podcasts. Um, my 5 a.m. has just been waking up, putting on a podcast. So uh, on my recommendation, this is a leadership type podcast, but I, I think it's going to really be relevant to a lot of people. So uh, Darren Peppard, uh, if you know Road to Awesome, if you follow Darren anywhere, he started a new podcast. He's got a couple episodes in. Uh, he's called uh, Leaning Into Leadership. Is his new podcast. It's Leaning Into Leadership. Uh, I started diving in to a variety of episodes, like I said, and I'm going to focus on episode three today, and it's Leaning Into Change. And I really enjoyed this episode. I'm going to read what it is about, and I'll give you my thoughts real quick. Uh, what does it take for a leader to drive change? The answer might surprise you. Leaders have a responsibility that often leads to the trap of doing it all. Actually, a leader's role is to create conditions and change can occur. Darren's focus in this episode is leading, leading leaders toward collective efficacy. How do we include more voices in the change process, leading to more ownership of the necessary change? And I thought that was the best part about it is how to get more people involved. So when we talk about leaders wanting to make change, it's usually the leader saying, hey, here's the idea, let's go do it. But this is more of what needs to be done to make change stick. So if you're looking to make any change, it could be classroom change because the way he focuses on this episode is not just school change. It's personal change to actually notice where you're going so you don't have to do it all and you can figure out ways that you can make this change possible. So give a listen to episode three of Leaning Into Leadership with Darren Peppard. Uh, I think you really enjoy the episode. If you want to connect with Darren, he's all over social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Darren M. Peppard. Let me spell it out for you. It's D-A-R-R-I-N-M-P-E-P. P-A-R-D, and you can uh, follow him there, kind of see what he's up to. Um, like I said, digging into a variety of the episodes. I think I listened to at least four of them today as I was going through and doing things around the house, but, you know, uh, good good, good ideas for leadership. Sounds like a good share, and, and that'll be, of course, in our show notes at uh, podcastpd.com slash 115. Uh, Crystal, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you on the spot. Uh, are, are you enjoying any podcast? Do you have any favorite episodes or shows that stick out to you besides podcast PD, of course. <laughs> yes. Undisrupted podcast with I, Dr. Adam file and Carl Hoker. Um, I have been enjoying that. I actually had an opportunity to be on their podcast when I attended Visty. Um, and it really has been great. So I have enjoyed um, their podcast as well. Undisrupted podcast. Nice. We'll include a link to that entire show in the show notes. Of course. Awesome. Absolutely. Nice. Thank you. Thanks for the recommendation. Right. Something new to listen to now. Appreciate it. I will try and uh, have a recommendation for our next episode. But uh, I want to say I've been behind, but I've been listening to all the usual stuff that our listeners have heard me talk about. So that's kind of what I'm just kind of catching up on. So nothing new to really uh, share with everybody today. But something I do want to make sure that we talk about is our executive producers. So if you get value from Podcast PD and you enjoy these conversations and wonderful guests like Crystal, and you've ever thought, is there a way that I could support Podcast PD? Well, yes, there is. You could become an awesome executive producer. I got the, got the, the streams crossed on that one. <laughs> you could become an executive producer, and you can show your support on a monthly or a yearly basis. 
You can support Podcast PD by donating either $5 per month or $50 for the year. And as a thank you for your support, every executive producer will receive a Podcast PD sticker. It's a special executive producer sticker. And yearly supporters get the sticker. They also get a Podcast PD mug and a Podcast PD t-shirt. If you want to learn more, go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer for more information. And we want to thank our EPs, Holly Landes, Sandy Hartman, and Stephanie Scrocky. Thank you so much for supporting Podcast PD. And that's going to bring episode 115 to an end. We want to thank you for listening. We want to thank everybody who came out in the chat tonight, which includes Stephanie and Mel A and Dave and uh, some guy who I banned because he put something inappropriate in the chat. But thank you. We appreciate you putting your eyeballs on the live stream. He's gone. He can't see it or she, who knows. <laughs> um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be back on March 13th with episode 116 with the return of the acclaimed author and educator, Rich Chiz. He's a returning guest, and he's going to be talking to us about his latest book, Rogue Leader. So we look forward to bringing you that live stream on April, uh, not yet, on March 13th, 2022. Keep your eyes on our socials at Podcast PD on Twitter and at Podcast PD on Instagram. Crystal, did you have fun? I did. It was a blast. It was a blast. <laughs> we have to work on those badges. Yes. And we, we're, we're going to work behind the scenes. We'll give people badges for listening to this show. I love it. I love it. I'm a podcast PD listener. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> love it. I don't know why we didn't think of that. I don't know why we didn't think of that before. Because we didn't meet Chris. There you have it. There, yeah, I, there I, you have I know. it. I know. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so All right. simple. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. In 115 episodes. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Amen. Amen. Enough. Enough. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, we'll see you next time. Wave goodbye, everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at podcastpd on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag podcastpd. To connect with Stacy, AJ, and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie, at Stacy Lindis, and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy, and we hope you enjoy Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>